I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we discuss millennials. American Express has looked at its database of spending and done a little study and discovered something interesting. They find that millennials, who they define as an age bracket of 19 to 39, not only account for one-third of all luxury spending, the growth rate, the rate at which they're actually increasing their spending, is significantly higher than other age groups. Between the years 2014 and 2018, the compound average growth rate of millennial spending on luxury items was around 27% disproportionately high. The question we have today about millennials is this. Do millennials represent an entirely different psychographic profile? Or are they much the same as everybody else, other age groups? That's the question. Now remember one key thing. This age cohort in particular came to age after India's liberalization. Does that have an impact? Let's discuss. Uh, Shrija, what do you think about this one? Uh, today's millennials seek more, um, you know, instant gratification, uh, ranging from information to entertainment, among other stuff. So they're more focused on um, living the moment or experiencing life as such rather than acquiring assets. For today's millennials, getting, um, you know, a good cup of premium coffee or uh, getting organic food in from a farm-to-table food that actually, uh, you know, resonates with him or her more rather than making um, the, the purchases that the older lot or the older millennials used to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the experience economy that right. so many people talk about. Anand, do you agree with the proposition that uh, millennials are different? Yeah, I think they think very differently from the previous generations. I think uh, their psychographic uh, profiles are very different. Uh, but more importantly, I think society itself has changed, which has caused a lot of peer pressure on these people, on the younger generation, to acquire all these assets very early uh, in their age. There used to be a time when a purchase like a house or a you know foreign travel used to happen at a very later stage in your life or in your careers. But now people are acquiring wealth earlier and they're seeing prosperity all around them which is causing them to acquire all these things as early as they can. So I think when you see people flourishing all around you, then you will also obviously be under pressure to match steps with them. And this has been one outcome of liberalization, I guess, as incomes have increased, as consumption has increased, more options have come into the markets. Uh, it's just changed the way people start, uh, the younger generation is starting to think. Are they also more status conscious in a way? Something suggests to me that the young lot have grown up in a different era from the older lot and are somewhat more status conscious about 
luxury items in particular, what they wear, what car they drive, the kind of things they have on them physically. Uh, do you think that makes a difference? Srijay, what do you think? I, I, would, I would like to uh, differ here, uh, both with your assumption, Arish, as well as uh, Anand's assumption that uh, uh, the millennial psych uh, psychographic profile has changed. See, the millennials, uh, the psycho psychographic profile of millennials over different eras has remained the same. Millennials uh, in their era have been uh, conspicuous spenders, conspicuous uh, uh, consumers. Uh, for example, uh, a well-off millennial uh, 30 years ago bought a Maruti car, which was a luxury then. So I do not see any extraordinary uh, thing happening with the current uh, lot of millennials. Mm -hmm. In the older days though, people were brought up to save money, to be thrifty, to basically, you know, uh, don't the younger lot resist these ideas entirely as opposed to the older lot? What about things like savings? Do you think these are differences between generations? Srija? I, I do. Look, I would definitely stand contrary to your perspective on this, Arish, because I do think millennials are, do, um, you know, they are conscious and they are financially prudent in terms of um, they do their household savings. For instance, you have these mutual funds, you have these equities coming up, where they invest a part of the income, which tells you that millennials are not just focused upon experience in life, because they also know that you can't go around with a loose purse, as you know you would call it. I think they are actually sensible about their investments as well. That could well yeah. be. But their approach, there must be something fundamentally different. You don't agree with that, Shreya? We have this strange notion, assumption that millennials, if, if uh, somebody is a millennial, he has to be a spoiled brat. But as Shreya said, and, and quite rightly, that millennials not only indulge in uh, lifestyle uh, uh, expenses, but they are actually also quite savvy investors. I think the options available have expanded dramatically over the years, over the past couple of decades since liberalization. Luxury in particular actually is defined by products which seem to have a premium uh, far disproportionate to the average in that product category. A product which may be priced five to ten times higher than the usual stuff within that product category. Why do people buy this stuff? It sounds a bit indulgent, but it's not necessarily so. Uh, one of the things we've learned over time is that sometimes the signaling that people do by adopting luxury products and uh, conveying status, as we call it, actually helps uh, them in various things in life. In business, for example, I was once told by a businessman that if he did not have the luxury accoutrements around him, he would find it that much harder to actually obtain credit from the people he deals with. Now that's an interesting, interesting take on luxury. It's a strange product market, but uh, it seems to work. Younger lot, millennials, perhaps they're onto something which the older lot may not be. Maybe it's indulgent, maybe it's sensible, maybe it's just experience. Whatever it is, uh, millennials are spending a lot, and maybe that's very good for the economy too. Thank you. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. 
from Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.